you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. How about it? Playoff pictures getting pretty tight. Week 14 kicks off with a primetime battle on Thursday Night Football. Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers looking to stay alive in the playoff race. They're traveling to Minnesota. The Vikings, they've got plans of their own looking to bounce back. Brutal loss in the NFC North to the Lions in Week 13. Steelers, Vikings kicking off Week 14 at 8 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network on Fox. And streaming on Prime Video. Another day, another great host, Maurice Jones-Drew, joining us here on Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, Kyle Peter K. But MJD's here. I'm happy to be here. I, you guys didn't tell me it was going to be this cold, though. Mm-hmm. You didn't know that it's no. cold in New York in December? That, that uh, snuck I mean, up on you? It, well, I, I knew it was going to be cold, but it's different when it hits your face. It's Winter Wonderland. Maybe yes. some of that will rub off on me during this show. Osmosis, this good energy. Happy to be here, says MJD. So are we. It's time for Lee Block. Lee Block. Lee Block. Guys. Yeah, the Patriots ran all over the Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football. New England picking up win number seven in a row. While a lot of people are pointing to Bill Belichick, his genius, his patient game plan. Sean McDermott did say this after the game. Let's not give more credit than we need to give credit to Bill Belichick in this one. It was, whether it's Bill or anybody else, they beat us, right? But you sit here and you tell me when they start with the average starting, when we start with the average starting field position of the 40-yard line and he starts with the 23-yard line, and I'm rounding up in both cases, and we were 1 for 4 in the red zone, and they were 0 for 1 in the red zone, you give me that ahead of time, I'm saying I like my chances. I like my chances. That's Sean McDermott. Either way, Buffalo did take the L. The Bills dropped to the seven seed. The Patriots win seven in a row. So then you got a bunch of teams nipping on Buffalo's heels for that final wild card spot. They can find their way on the outside of this playoff picture pretty easily uh, if they lose this weekend. They're on the road taking on the defending champion, the Buccaneers, an old nemesis, of course, in one Tom Brady. So what do we need to see? Let's just be 
positive. We've been very realistic. Okay. We've kept it real on the Bills. What could they actually do as we have these question marks swirling about what's going on with this team? Yeah, I, you know, I, we've had 24 hours to digest what was maybe the weirdest <laughs> yeah. NFL game of the season. And it's like, the one thing I think, psychologically, what does that do to the Bills? Because you can see Sean McDermott saying, no, guys, the game was in our hands. Like, it wasn't like Belichick outmaneuvered me. Like, we had it. We had all the advantages, and we just didn't put it away. That's nothing about the coaching genius of Belichick or any other coach. It's just we have to execute. Mm-hmm. And you say, okay, okay, great. On to the next one. Do, do you know who they play this weekend? You mentioned Brady. Do you know what Brady's done to the Bills yeah. and that fan base over the last 20 oh, years? Check it up. Oh! 32 and 3? Oh, my. So, national televised game, Monday night, Patriots beat them that way. You have now just six days to prepare, and then you've got this guy in his building? Like, Peter, can I, you're encyclopedic. Do you remember any of the losses? Like, I, I think maybe... I remember the one that Bledsoe and Lawyer Malloy in that game. In that, that was the first one. 2002. That doesn't count. I mean, that, <laughs> I, mean I, I don't know many. I, I think Fine Fitzpatrick got him one time. One time? Yeah, and Rich, okay. in like old Rich Stadium. That's the point. <laughs> <Yeah>. Rich <laughs> like, Stadium. But honestly, I, I look at this, and this is... What do we need to see from the... Here's where it gets tasty because I think psychologically, more than physically or anything, it starts at national TV, you had your chance, and on a national audience, that happened. Now it's Romo and Nance, it's CBS, it's everyone cold at home watching, big audience, here you go again. You lose two of these? Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, guys, we loved you last year. Mm-hmm. We can't, we can't, mm-hmm. tr- you're not in the conversation. They jump on tables, though, that's fine. You, you could jump on tables. <laughs> the last two home games, even with all the jumping on tables, Jonathan Taylor rushed for yeah. 180 yards and five touchdowns, and then Damian Harris and Ramondre mm-hmm. Stevenson did it. The last point I would make is the word that was thrown around yesterday was embarrassing, was, was humbling. I heard emasculating a little bit. Like th- th- that's when a football player in a football locker room needs to look at itself in the in the mirror and say, "Okay, that's unacceptable. We can't lose the way we lost on Monday night, and we can't have our pride mm-hmm. and our heart questioned." I, they need to answer the bell. They need yeah. to get off the mat. This is different than losing to the Jaguars and saying, mm-hmm. all right, here we go. And you can't do this two weeks ago. Really? And, J.D., this is a whole different passing attack, too. They'll be facing maybe the deepest yeah. and most well-rounded without yeah. their all-pro corner today. So this is the thing. Sean McDermott, you can't be like me. You can't say you, d- you didn't know the conditions were going to be, you know, windy <laughs> and frigid. You practiced in it, right? Where I'm mm-hmm. coming from L.A., I don't know, right? But this is the thing. You do give Bill Belichick all the credit because they took it out of their quarterback's hands and they ran the ball and they threw the ball three times. The Bills have to find an efficient running game. You don't have to have an explosive running game. Just something efficient to take it off of Josh Allen's plate. We talked, I call the games for the Rams. The Rams had to do that this last week as well to kind of get back started. They don't have a running game. You can't allow, you can't physically think that Josh Allen can do everything. I know he looks the part. I know he can throw it, but... It's just too much. It's too much. Does it need to right come now. from the running backs? Yeah, it needs to Can come, it from, come the, from Josh Allen. It needs to come from the running backs. He needs a break. He needs to be able to hand the ball off and be like, "Okay, I'm good." That something's going to happen. They haven't had a running game in a couple years. For some reason, they they don't know how to run the ball. This has been a story for, you know, the last couple of weeks. But that travels. Running game and defense travels. You have a defense. You don't have a running game. You will lose in the playoffs in December. You will lose games in December no. because you can't turn around and hand the ball off. And allow your quarterback not to have to make every throw has to be perfect. Every play has to be perfect in the passing game. It's stressful. And, and get, again, this is the thing. The time of possession was huge uh-huh. in the game. And I think it might have been a couple plays different, but the, the Patriots had the ball for almost 10 minutes more than the Bills at one point. That, that is going to wear down your defense like we saw. And you're going to start seeing big and bigger and bigger gains. And you're not going to be able to win the close ones.
the local guys yesterday in Buffalo were saying, you know what, we don't have a running game. We're not getting one. It's not happening. Just, just unleash Josh Allen 70 times a game because that's our best shot. You know, they thought it was going to be Matt Breida, and he showed some flashes, and then he had that really weird fumble, yes. and that took him out of it. So they may come to the point where, like, the running game isn't just happening. It's not showing up, and I don't know if it is. My 24-hour reaction after that game is, like, I really wish the legacy was a little different because they didn't have to throw any passes. If They shouldn't have thrown any. Zero passes mm. would have been way more memorable, and I still think they would have won. Just zero but also, the legacy is going to be what happened afterwards for Buffalo. You saw Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer, the two safeties for Buffalo, after the game in which they lost, and the other team only threw three passes on their own home field, were asked, was this embarrassing for you guys? I mean, what kind Boy, of question what are we is doing, that? bro? What kind of question is that? <laughs> I mean, they got good backs. They, yeah, all right. Um, they kept coming back to a couple runs. I mean, I don't know how you want us to answer that question. That's funny. Well, I... We'll remember that. I'll remember that. I hope they do remember that because if you think the question was inappropriate, it's not the only person saying it. It's out there. It's talked about. And the power running games messed these guys up. They got to play Fournette this week. Fournette's on fire. Fournette is like leading the Buccaneers' offense. As much as Brady has tormented them over the years, this is the guy I'm worried about. Like, if, if you can't tackle north south runners, Fournette is, is, is not good right now. This is a terrible matchup. And everybody says, oh, they have really good defensive rankings. Look, with due respect to the defensive clamps they put on the Saints' Tony Jones Jr. and the Dolphins' Salvin Ahmed, I respect it. This is the rep, and this is why you're being asked if this is embarrassing. That's why you should remember. Here's the guys. These are the horses. Derrick Henry destroyed him. Jonathan Taylor destroyed him. Demondre Harrison, as I call him, who is Ramondre Steven and Damon Harris, destroyed him. So you guys can get fat and rich and statistically wealthy on whoever's stopping what you want. If you're supposed to embody Western New York, cold weather, Bills fans, Buffalo, blah, 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 the tough guys knock you guys out. So that's why you asked the question. And I hope you do remember it because Fournette may get 30 touches this weekend and you guys might lose by 20 points unless you stop him. That's the problem. Tackle somebody. And we tested in a whole other way. So it begs the question with mm. all, I mean, I this morning was crunching the numbers with Matthew Hamilton. You, you know, everything's so tight in the AFC that clearly a million things are going to have to happen for them to find themselves on the outside of the playoff picture. Uh, not at all. They don't need anything else to happen. Their like, lives and fate, at least for this week, are completely on them. If the Bills lose to Tampa, they are on the outside of the playoff picture heading into Week 14, no matter what else happens. Now, nightmare scenario in which the Bills lose, and let's say the Steelers win tomorrow night, then the Steelers jump them. If the Steelers lose, the Colts have a bye, guys. They're already 7-6. and six. They hold both head-to-head and conference record tiebreakers over Buffalo. So the Colts would be in, the Bills would be in that dreaded in-the-hunt column. So I ask you, Kyle, who mm -hmm. I do believe you picked them to win this, went to at least go. The whole shooting match. Okay. Yeah. Are Super they, Bowl champs. Are they a Super Bowl contender? Because in my opinion, they don't beat good teams. Yeah. They're one in four, Kyle, against teams with winning records. You cannot fall to one in five against teams with winning records. And let me believe that you're going to rattle off three straight wins in the playoffs. Yesterday, last night, two nights ago was soul crushing. Mm. I don't think it was season ending, though. I really don't. But Super Bowl contender is what I'm asking. At this point, no, of course not. I would also say if there's any time, any year to be in the AFC when you're not playing your best football go. right now, let's go because it's it's goulash. We don't know who's going to win that. And look, I guess New England is good. I guess Kansas City is good. But sometimes there's teams where it's, oh, it's 14-2 and two Tom Brady team. You ain't beating anybody. I don't think that's this year. They still, the only thing they have really going for them right now, they have time. They got five or six more games to get their bleep together. If it was December 28th right now, 
good man, Irene. But they got time. We still got some football in December. We, of course, hope they're there. Super Bowl contenders. We were so excited about everything mm -hmm. that happened last season. The Patriots and Chiefs are looking up, though. Ian joining us right now. Rap Sheet has some updates around the league, and I'd love one on uh, Jamal Adams. What's the latest there? Yeah, it was a significant win for the Seattle Seahawks last Sunday, but a equally significant loss. Sources say Jamal Adams, their Pro Bowl safety, their do-everything safety, one of the best players on their team and one of the best players in the NFL, is out for the season with a torn labrum. Uh, Adams also has additional damage on his shoulder. He's been having tests over the last couple days just to make sure that this is the only course of action it is. He is, I'm told, having surgery that is coming soon to repair all of the damage in his shoulder. Same shoulder as last year, by the way, so certainly uh, surgery is the option and the right move here. But for Seattle, this is a tough one. I mean, Adams is a guy, as you guys know, you move all over the defense, a key chess piece. And if Seattle wants any chance to kind of make a run at this thing and maybe sort of get to the playoffs, they would like all of their best players on the field. Now maybe their best defensive player is done for the season. Definitely want him out there. Thank you so much, Ian. See you at the Sex in the City premiere tonight. What? Are, yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. What's your beef? We love that clip. Those are the guys from the old Trapper Company. They're at home making beef jerky, and right. we're here eating it. This is it. It's a segment every Wednesday we call. What's your beef? Yep. Presented by our friends at Old Trapper. I'm going to change to this camera. Go on. My beef this week Sweet. is that I am over the, who have the Dolphins beaten crowd? The Dolphins have now won five straight games, and I think it's okay to say it's awesome. And yet there's a chorus of cynics, skeptics, naysayers, whispering, shouting, saying the same things. Who have they beaten? First off, five straight wins in the NFL is five straight wins in the NFL. Mm -hmm. The Dolphins are the second team in NFL history, just the second team to win five consecutive games following a seven-game losing streak. The Dolphins' resurgence is a story we should celebrate, not critique. Miami was one and seven. Do you realize how bad that is? One and seven, done, buried. This was at the trade deadline where they became a punchline around the league. They were picked as, uh, you know, the biggest disappointment in the league by us at this table at one and seven. To go one and seven and now be six and seven entering December and have those wins come amidst their quarterback being under siege in the media, their owner in front office getting lambasted for the handling of the Deshaun Watson rumors and for that much maligned offensive line. Gosh, I think that's pretty cool. And I also present a different case too, because here's something about the Dolphins. They're getting better and better every mm -hmm. week. Tua's healthy, and guess what? He's playing well. Have you tried throwing a football with a broken finger? No. Not easy. That finger's healing. And how about their three rookies? Jalen Waddle leads all rookies in receptions and is tied for second in the NFL in receptions, not rookies in the NFL. The entire NFL, Jalen Waddle is second in receptions right now. Jalen Phillips, their other first-round pick is second among rookies in sacks, and in the last three weeks has six sacks. That's the most from any rookie in a six-game span since Julius Peppers in 2002. Javon Holland, the 36th overall pick, has 51 tackles, two interceptions, and is in on every play. That is their first three picks in the draft, and they're all playing awesome. Devontae Parker's finally back and healthy. Mac Hollins is emerging, and they're winning games. So who have they beaten, you ask? Who have they beaten? Well, yes. 
They have beaten some teams that don't have great records, but they've also kicked the snot out of the Ravens on a nationally televised game. And guess what? They did take care of inferior teams in Houston, Carolina, and both New York squads. But this isn't college football. The RPI doesn't matter. Your record does. Those are professionals that they are beating. The Dolphins are red hot, and they shouldn't have to apologize for it. Stop worrying about who they have beaten and recognize just how hard it is to do what they are doing. They were 1-7. and seven. They are now a game away from being 500, and there is still plenty of football left to be played. Kyle, what do you think about my beef on the Dolphins' <laughs> critics? I did have one question. Okay. Who have they beaten? Okay. It's fair. <laughs> no, when the list came up, it was a little rough. And I think there's a reason for that. I think it's because of 10 wins last year. And there was expectations, and people picked them, and they're going to make the jump, and Flores, and Tua. And then I think, I'll just speak about myself, I was pissed off at how they started the year. Like, I was mad at them, and I was disappointed in them. So I'm a little bit loath to come around. But um, I do agree with you, and I've said it on air. Five wins in a row is five wins in a row. And the Tua thing is really interesting. Like, the way he's doing it, he's not throwing interceptions. He's not running. I thought Tua was going to run a lot in the league. He doesn't. He just dink, dink, dink. And then the other thing, he's checked down, checked down. Have you seen what Mac Jones is doing? That's working, too. So I'm a little bit sarcastic about it because I was mad at the Dolphins for a while, but they've won five in a row. How can you not be? I think the anger was justified. They lost, I think, 40 to nothing to the Bills on their home field. But there was a lot of Jacoby Brissett. There was a lot of injuries. And there was also a bunch of rookies playing and trying to make their way in the NFL. Listen, all you had to say was one name. Javon Holland. That's one of my babies. I coached him in high school. uh, Sent him to Oregon. He's playing lights out. I've been a Dolphins fan. Now, I was at that London game when they lost to the Jags. But you could tell they were getting better. It just kind of the game that kind of got away from That was when everyone was off the bandwagon. Oh, yeah. Like, it, if you're it, losing it, to the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, first of all, the Jags beat the Bills. So we're all yeah. – we're, 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 Jags are getting better too. But this is the thing. Yeah. It happens in the National Football League. If you're banged up, if you're playing backup quarterbacks and you don't have your starting receivers and linebackers aren't there and corners are beat up against the Jags, they didn't have Byron Jones or Xavier Howard. You're going to lose games. It's a talented league. you got to have talent out there. All of a sudden, they're getting their guys back, like you said, and they're beating teams. Mm-hmm. What they did to Lamar Jackson with that zero blitz defense, the Ravens couldn't adjust. So for me, I love what the Dolphins are doing. Listen, I love the Dolphins. I'm a big Dolphins fan. I think they're doing it the right way. They're, they didn't panic. They could have. They could have hit the panic button and tried to trade for Deshaun Watson. They didn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now look at all the things that you've been working for. You're there. They just had to get healthy. What does that they're mean they're now. there? So here's the, the looming question is that we're saying all these great things, Kyle. Mm-hmm. They've won five straight. Tua looks good. He's impressive. The rookies, the draft choices. What is it going to take? Because I still have this looming feeling they're going to be sweeping changes mm-hmm. from top to bottom mm-hmm. on this team potentially. It after could the be if you so don't what win. would it take, Shregs, for, it to, for them to to look at Tua and say that you're the guy. Went they out, missed the playoffs nine and eight season. Is that out, enough? Get to the playoffs, finish the season as strong as he possibly can. I still think there's going to be questions over the offseason with their quarterback situation, but he has put together a great, great argument over the last few weeks. But at one and seven, I don't think anyone could have rallied for him because, hey, you're the quarterback and your team's losing. The defense is so good that I think this team could make a playoff uh, appearance here. And I think if you were to take them objectively right now, they're playing as good a football as anyone. Yesterday we talked about uh, T.J. Watt. Could, this is what Shrakes does. Shrakes has his little, Powers. he likes to stir it. He likes to, and here you go. Now there's this whole T.J. Watt MVP thing that's going crazy on Twitter. Now we have more Dark Horse candidates for Whiteboard Wednesday coming up. Could it have started on this show? Maybe. Check yeah. it out. Here it goes. This is what you Bam! Oh, Kyle, they got oh. you. Oh, my. That was the Here Hoover Dam. Quickly look at K. Then you look at the oh. Then you look at that coffee. I'm trying to be quiet and let you do your dolphins. That was very You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, 
your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Time for a little Whiteboard Wednesday. MJDC, are you ready? I'm ready to go. Are you ready? I've been ready. All right, let's do this. As they head into, he's so scared. As they head into the bye week, Dolphins cornerback Xavier Howard told reporters he wished they had the bye week earlier so they could keep this win streak momentum. The team that needs to keep the momentum going the most heading into week 14 is who, Peter? Washington. Washington is quietly sneaking up on everyone in the NFC, and it can't end now. You know who they have this weekend? The Cowboys. Go take care of your business. Washington has beaten Tom Brady, Cam Newton, Russell Wilson, and then this week went in to the NFL's leading passage yard, passing yarder, passing yardage leader, mm-hmm. Derek Carr, and silenced him. He did nothing. And this was the Washington defense without Montez Sweat, without Chase Young. Now they've got the Cowboys. And do you know that their final five weeks of the season is one of the oddest scheduling quirks the NFL has ever done? Just the NFC East. That's super weird. Bang, bang, Let's bang, go. Bang, 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 bang. This I is it. That. Have you, you ever are, seen that? You are who you are. I don't remember this ever happening. Where <laughs> just the final five games are just NFC East opponents. Right. They haven't played the Cowboys yet. They haven't played the Eagles yet. They already beat the Giants earlier on a Thursday night. But Peter, night. the Eagles don't have to get on an airplane. That's true. We've talked about that. I will see your quirk. Let's see if Washington <laughs> could take care of business. I believe in Ron Rivera. I think we all do. Let's see where it goes from here. I guess for me, guys, I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Huh? I like it. Look, offensively, they haven't done what you wanted them to do, right? They haven't been explosive. They haven't scored the 30 points a game. 
but they've been winning with defense. And guess who you got this week in your building? Mm -hmm. The Las Vegas Raiders where Patrick Mahomes was on fire. Right, he goes out there, kind of like I do at the craps table sometimes. Okay. Every now and then. Is that right? Yeah, a little, little C&E, line. little pass line. Just, okay. You know, has my deal. But anyways, neither here nor there. They're I'll, running I'll the ball better. With you. You're a big pass line guy. I'm a huge pass line Betting guy. against everyone else, mm -hmm. great. But, uh, this is the thing. You're running the ball better. Mahomes is kind of getting there. But if they get hot, the way their defense is playing, the way they're able to run the ball, all of a sudden they're going to be a team that everyone's nervous about. Hmm. And they've been running off wins here. So you have the Raiders. You take care of the Raiders at home. If you can get hot again, throw five touchdowns, all of a sudden, Mahomes and the Chiefs kind of starting to figure things out. Travis Kelsey's playing much better than he did early in the season. You got to get Tyreek Hill to kind of, you know, he has to catch the ball a little bit more. But other than that, I, I think they're going to be the team that everyone's terrified of come January. No, really? Yeah. All right. I, I can't say that about my team. But when you get hot, you get hot. I'm going with the Detroit oh, damn Lions. Oh. Here's the deal, all right? They figured it out. They got to win. They went absolutely crazy in the locker room. That's great. They have meaningful games coming up, not only for them, for the league, all right? They got Denver next. Denver's okay. right there in the thick of things. They play both of the NFC frontrunners. They play Arizona. They play Green Bay. Do you not think that it, Dan Campbell may not have all of the gifts of the greatest head coach of all time, but the idea of being the spoiler, messing people's seasons up is wheelhouse for him? I predict that the Detroit Lions will win two more games the rest of the season, not one, Two more, okay. and it might be against somebody who matters going in the NFL wow. playoffs. The Lions, they're back! Roar. Usually, <laughs> even at this point in the season, we're like, oh, this team hasn't won much. The coach is on the hot seat. Like, all no. that talk happens. I haven't heard a single word about that with Dan Campbell with how he has this team looking and the energy that he's bringing. Five weeks, guys. I can't believe that. Five weeks mm. left in the regular season. Mm. The talk turns to which players are the leading candidates for the MVP award. Nobody wants to win this thing, so I don't even want to ask you guys that. Instead, I just want to know who's the person with the most valuable personality in the NFL right now, the MVP. A couple years ago, we had co-MVPs. It was Barry Sanders and Brett Favre. Then again, it was Steve McNair and Peyton Manning. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go co-MVPs, best personalities this season, 2021. Peyton and Eli. These guys oh, were in nice. our lives for 20 years, and Dad. I never found it to be like a captivating theater. I have to watch these guys. They've changed broadcast television. They're incredible on this Manning cast. And I'm going to make a, a case here to Omaha Productions and the rest. Go on. I don't need any guests. Mm. I'm kind of over the guests. They've got great A-list guests. Letterman, Kevin Hart, give me my football. Give me this. Give me the X's and O's. Mm -hmm. Peyton and Eli have changed the way. We're watching football. They're teaching us on the fly. I have enjoyed their presence. We don't get them for another three weeks, they said. They're not coming back till week 17, and that's for shame. Peyton and Eli, my no MVPs. Guesses. That's what you do. You get everybody hot and bothered, then you just disappear. Yeah. That's it. No question. Yeah. I mean, Peyton told us he's a bad interviewer. Yeah, no. they don't want the guests. Yeah. Yeah. That's all that. The Joe only Buck thing about sometimes the guests come in guns a blazing. Joe Buck was good. Yes. So Joe Buck had this great line where Peyton goes, "Hey Joe, you ever wish when they give us a blowout that you had a, a friend in the booth? And you go, yeah, I wish we had one when you guys played Seattle in the Super Bowl. It was like right out of the gates. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I kind of missed that. Oh yeah, it was yeah, great. Yeah, it was <laughs> Buck was. Buck was good. Uh, Kevin Hart, not so much. No. Eh, Kevin Hart, serious? <laughs> yeah. uh, for yeah, me, growing up in the Bay Area, you know, you either pick. <laughs> the Niners or the Raiders, right? So I went Raiders on the East Bay guy. But I have to say this. George Kittle. George okay. Kittle is a guy that I love his personality. I love what he brings to the table. The Niners could be losing every game. It, you could be down by 100. He's going to block. He's going to catch. Mm -hmm. He's going to run like they're, like they're trying to win the game. And to me, that personality is why the Niners are still in it. Mm -hmm. That player and that that attitude is why the Niners are still there. You can not touch the ball all game, i.e. Uh, the Rams early in the season or early in the game on uh, Monday night. 
But then guess what? You come back and go for 181 against the Seahawks and two touchdowns. Like, he is everything that you look for in a tight end. He's, to me, is the reason that the Niners are where they are right now. Defensively, they're banged up. Debo Samuel's hurt, yet he's still there making plays, and he's been banged up this year Big as well. Big personality, too. Oh, my God. How physical is Niners Bengals going to be this weekend? Oh, yeah. oh my God. I'm going to say it's most valuable because this team, the Mac Jones personality is perfect. It is perfect when <laughs> it's a little bit of humor every now and then, that Patriot way. But other than that, like, Saban and Belichick made this guy in a Petri dish 23 years ago. <laughs> they did. They made him. They, they were looking. Remember in Jurassic Park when that little thing comes out of the egg and they're like, look, here it comes. Let's help it. That was Saban and Belichick 23 years ago. I think that's how old he is. Story's going to come out in the offseason. Yes. Yeah. They created him. Somehow they combined some sort of genealogy and made Mac Jones. The guy you can say, three passes, that's all you're going to do. And he just rolls with it. And he's got weird things like he doesn't like pie. That just seems very like Belichick to me, where you can be kind of mean when you need to, but also a little bit light every now and then and get used to it because we'll see you in the year, I don't know, 2045 when he's still winning for the Patriots. Ian Rappaport joining us right now. Surprise! Let's get a big check-in from you, my friend, on some big matchups, especially that one tomorrow night to kick off Week 14. Steelers, Vikings, what's going on, Big Ben? What's going on with Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen? Go for it. One thing that was not exactly a surprise is Ben Roethlisberger was on the injury report this week. Something, I don't know, seems to happen every single week and probably has been the case for the last 16 or so years. So let's get into it. Roethlisberger was listed as a shoulder and a pec injury. Now, the pec injury he's been dealing with, it's actually the other pec. The shoulder's a little bit newer, but as Roethlisberger said, he's made... About a million throws in his career. Shoulders are going to wear down a little bit. He was a full participant yesterday in essentially a walkthrough. He is fine and going to play. Chase Claypool also a full participant. That helps as well. Meanwhile, for the Minnesota Vikings, once again, Dalvin Cook, not a participant in practice. He is expected to miss the Thursday night game, which is not a surprise. When he tore his labrum last week, the plan was to miss two games and potentially be back the week after. So Alexander Madison going to get a full workload. And then for Adam Thielen, the star receiver for the Minnesota Vikings, one of their two star receivers, he is dealing with a high ankle sprain, did not participate yesterday, not expected to play on Thursday. Uh, Obviously, this is basically what the injury is. It's often a multi-week injury. We'll see if Thielen can get back sooner rather than later, but Thursday just seems a little bit too quick for the Vikings receiver. A nice report from me and Rappaport. We appreciate you. Talk to you throughout the show right here on GMFB. It's a huge matchup. Those Steelers on the road facing Minnesota. The injury update you just got from Ian. But let's take a look at the playoff picture. They're in the eighth seed in the AFC. Just one spot behind the Bills for that final wild card spot. Listen, Bills lose against Tampa this week. They're outside the playoff picture. Vikings win. They leapfrog the Bills in that playoff picture. Here's the schedule for Pittsburgh. Vikings tomorrow. Kickoff week 14 right here on NFL Network. Then Titans, Chiefs, Browns, and Ravens to close out the regular season. MJD, I'm looking at you. Okay. Starting on Thursday Night Football, what do you think the Steelers need to do or focus on, or what are you looking for them to do so they can get in the playoffs? You have to play clean football, right? If you look at the NFL this year, it's been a lot of turnovers, like ups and downs. If you just play clean football, you don't turn the ball over, you run the ball, and you allow those teams to have to go the long way against your defense, you give yourself an opportunity, right? And so offensively, if you take care of the football, you convert on third downs. You don't have to convert on all of them. Just try to be like 60%. You give yourself a chance because your defense is so good right now. They're leading the NFL with sacks, right? 37. TJ Watt, as you guys were talking about, MVP candidate. Like, their defense is there to win. Just continue to not turn the football over. Now, I have these stats here in front of me. 
Big Ben has four interceptions against the Bengals, two against everyone else, mm. right? So continue to play continue not to turn the ball over, you'll be fine. Yeah, you know, it's funny because their defense is, when it's healthy, there's no one better. No question. We know it. Like, Watt is a game wrecker. He might be the league's best individual player this season. He's been that good with 16 and a half sacks in only, what, nine games, I think, or something yeah. like that. I mean, it's unbelievable what he's doing. And yet, the offense is so sputter and such a, oh, a pain and an eyesore to watch. They have someone, though. I, Deontay Johnson is not a household name. Let's I, get into it. I, I would get this guy more involved. Look what, what he's done Ooh. since week 10. Leaves the league in targets, third in receptions, second in receiving yards, third in receiving. When they beat the Ravens on Sunday, yeah, Ben found it from the deep bowels of uh, of his body to find a way to will them to victory. Yeah. You know what he really was doing? Just like, let me get 18 The Rock. Like, this guy is a game changer. He is dynamic. And as much as you want to rely on rookies, I don't think Fryermuth and Najee are the guys in December necessarily to say, we got to just bank on two rookies. No. You have a veteran. You have someone who stepped up without Claypool, without Chuju. And that's a really tough schedule you laid out there, Kay. Like, really tough. And. I'd say this, Mike Tomlin's never had a sub-500 record. Mm -hmm. If they're going to get above 500 and sneak into this playoffs, and yes, it will be sneaking in because it's going to be a grueling battle here. They have to rely on this guy, and he has to emerge as that guy. I think he's got an incredible skill set, and Ben has a connection with him. Don't shy away from it. Lean into it. Get him the rock and treat him like he's a true number one because that's what he's been. It's a good point, Peter. He had the drop issue and another yeah. drop last week, and then yeah. he deemed himself. I also think you have to still have a certain degree of trust in number seven. You have to, and it's really hard. He's just right on cue right now. Roethlisberger's already complaining about the Thursday night game, like already griping about it. Perfect. Ugh, Thursday night game, the NFL makes so much money, blah, blah. Like he's already said that this week. He's really good on Thursday nights, nine and five, and his rating is significantly better than all other games. You know, there's all these concerns about his elbows going into the season. He's like, now my elbows feels fine. Now it's my shoulder. It's just, it's the same brand, and this brand is always in the playoffs. Roethlisberger was talking this week. He estimates that in his life, he's thrown one million passes. That's the number he put on since he was a little kid. One million. That's how many times he's thrown a ball. I was watching Curb last night, and I laughed out loud. There's a scene where Larry is sitting there talking to Richard Lewis, and they're supposed to listen to public speaking, and they're just back and forth. And Larry just finally looks at me and just goes, what are you going to die? <laughs> he just starts laughing. Start what are you going to die? Just die. And I think a lot of people in the AFC feel that way about Roethlisberger in the football sense. Like, just, enough. When are you going to die? He's like, never. I'm never going to. And I know you guys want me to. And last week was perfect. The report comes out that it's his last year and it's done. We're playing Lamar. This is just, just go quietly away and lie down and we'll tribute you later. No, he won't do it. And I still think as much great AFC quarterback talent that is out there, young, exciting talent, if it's a third and eight in the cold, give me a Roethlisberger. Just give me a Roethlisberger. Really? One play. Give me him over Burrow. Give me over Herbert. Give me over Lamar. I'll just keep going. Give me Roethlisberger. And it's going to come down to that. I don't know if it's Deontay or Fryermuth, whoever. I can't quit the man. He represents a character in this league. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of fans, certainly me, empathize with him and what's going on with their lives. And they're still, they're maybe not in the best shape anymore, but people still try to believe in them. Right. You got to still have trust in number seven. You can't hide them. And, and I still believe in the guy. Patriots, Chiefs, AFC Championship game. Peter, MJD. Let's go. Possible? Yeah, back. Let's do it. We've done it before. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, 
your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Week 14 kicks off with a primetime battle. Thursday night football, Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers. They want to stay alive in the playoff race. I need to see defense as they travel to Minnesota to uh, try to squash Kirk Cousins and that explosive offense for the Vikings looking to bounce back from a a loss Sorry, in Week 13. Here it is, streaming on Prime Video. You can check it out on Fox or keep it right here just the whole week, the whole time Mm -hmm. on NFL Network. We'll be here with you Friday for highlights. We're here with you right now at GMFB with your thoughts. Time for the... Lead block. block. Chargers alive and well, a wild week 13. Not everybody could bring home the win like L.A. Which team needs to bounce back, you guys, most in week 14? That's what we're talking about right now, KB. This is exciting. And, Peter, what did you call it last week, Bengals-Chargers? What did you call it? Let me love you, Bull. The let me love you, Bull. And sure enough, the Chargers get way up and they're blowing out the Bengals and then the Bengals come storming back. It was absolutely perfect because you don't know what to go away from that with um, – the Bengals play, or excuse me, the, the Bengals play the Niners this weekend, which is my favorite game of the weekend, just because both these teams run, both of them are physical. I want to love the Bengals too. The Bengals are next. ESPN used to do their cover. Who's next? And it'd be Yao Ming or Brian Urlach, whoever. The Bengals are next. Look at the last six games. This is so fascinating. Like, what in the hell is this team? <laughs> you crush the Ravens, and that's your coronation. They're coming. Here we go. And then that very next week, you lose to the Jets crushed by the Browns. So now it's like, nope, no, Fugazi, they're fake. Don't play the Bengals. Oh, hold on. Now we're going to beat the Raiders. We're going to destroy the Steelers. Damn it, we were getting killed by the Chargers. So I wish they could just pick. And I understand that they're young and there's a lot of growing left to do. 
But man, that was a really big game last week. It really was. And I don't even care if they lost on a last-second field goal. They were down and out and then ended up losing by a lot and chase. It's frustrating because it's everything we like about football. It's a cool young quarterback. It's a, a, a coach making a name for himself. It's a market that maybe hasn't a lot of winning. Like, this is perfect. But only if you win and only if you stay with just string a few in a row. I don't need a Super Bowl this year. I don't need a title game. I want them in and I want them to let us love them. It's like win this one and we'll take another step towards loving you. I think they need it. I feel like the Chargers and the Bengals are the same team, though. I feel like yeah. it was just like definitely they, they win the games they're not supposed yeah. to. They lose the games they're supposed to win. It kind of goes back and forth. To me, I'm going to say the Vikings. And, okay. and, and it's just like this is a lot. It, it's a lot. Where are you going? I, I just <laughs> we can't make the same mistakes that we've made. We can't lose to the Lions and the way we lost to the Lions. Right. You have all you have to do is guard the front of the end zone. That's all you have to do is guard the front of the end zone. That's it. My blood and guts are still on this table from Monday reacting. That's to that it. Defense. That's all you have to do. But it Why comes are... down to that play against an 0-10 and one team. Yeah, should, it, yeah, sometimes, should, should sometimes, it sometimes it happens. Should they be down 14 nothing like they were? So, sometimes it happens, but guard the front of the end zone. I know. Right. So all of a sudden you're you're still in the wild card race. You still have a chance to make the playoffs, but just do the little things right. Mm -hmm. Right. So here they have seven losses this season. Um, all combined uh, by a combined 28 points. <laughs> you talk about consistency. They defeated the Chargers and the Packers, but then they lost to the Niners and the Lions. Yeah, that's weird. Don't treat me like this if I'm a Vikings fan. <laughs> you need this more than ever to win on Thursday night and get and feel comfortable and have that long week to get back and ready for the playoffs. If you're a Vikings fan or even like... No, you're Are you just like, you don't deserve me to even support you? It's cold point. up here, and I'm out here in these streets cheering mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I look at the Ravens, and this is a loaded topic on this show. Talk because to us. Every year, it's like, can they do it? And then they do it. It's like, we told you so. And then when they don't do it, everyone's like, mm -hmm. don't pick on the Ravens. Well, we got to pick on the Ravens. That was a game that you would really want to have. And now you have maybe the hardest schedule from here on out. And it's like Baltimore at Cleveland, Packers at Bengals, Rams, Steelers. Tough. You might not make the playoffs if you don't win these games. Mm -hmm. I, I, this is it. And Lamar, here it is. What do you got? Threw four interceptions two weeks ago and they won. Yeah. He was bad against the Dolphins when they lost. He was not great against the Steelers until the final drive. This is not an attack on Lamar's character. This is not an atta attack on Lamar's throne. If you are an MVP candidate, lead this team. Mm -hmm. Be the QB1. Be the face. Go and win these games. You've done it before. You don't have to prove anything to anybody. This is not a can Lamar do it. He's done it. He's won plenty of big games, and he's done it this season in miraculous fashion. But with all these injuries oh. and with all of the adversity, and now Marlon yeah. Humphrey's out, it's got to be you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's nothing negative. It just is what it is. Can he will his team to victory over the final month of the season and get them in the playoffs? I don't know what to do with the Saints. They, do they need to bounce back? Absolutely. If they beat the Jets this week, guys, they're back in. How do huh? we feel about the Saints? Because they have had, and they played a lot of football all at once, just like the Cowboys, lost to the Cowboys. Then they have this 10 days, right? It's not a wrap for this team. I don't know what to do with them. Uh, I, I think the Camara thing is everything. If he comes back, they can, they can beat anybody. And I really, and it's like, Maurice, I know you're a running back enthusiast. Just look. Look at all these guys who are paid. Kamara, Henry, Dalvin Cook, Christian McCaffrey, like they're, they're all hurt. 
And that's a whole different conversation. But if he comes back, I still think that he is this, he is the offense right now, especially post-Drew Brees and post-Jameis. They need, this is why we go to Ian in the A blocks of the show. And this is why we have all these reporters. This injury news could be determining somebody's fate in the NFC. 41 for the Saints changes the whole NFC. I really do think so. And to your point, Kay, three games in 12 days. Already that's a scheduling quirk. And then Pelissero laid it out really well on a Saturday morning. And I know we're not here for refs Twitter, but like some of the calls against the Saints the last few weeks have been – ridiculous and they have to just overcome that and then hey after all that three games 12 days all these injuries they're still in it mm-hmm. yeah like we do- i just talked about it. if you get healthy all of a sudden things change now Taysom hill has to be a better thrower of the football right he you just can't drop back and throw the ball like that but if you have alvin Kamara, you have the option routes you have check downs you have different things and then you're pretty much running old school wildcat with Taysom Hill, if you mm-hmm. have those guys. Mm-hmm. The point is, if they beat the Jets, they're not out of it. Mm-hmm. They're of still it. in this thing. Week 13's over. Let's do it. You guys tweeted, which guy Wednesday? Lineup questions for week 14, longer season, extra game. What do you got, Pete? I mean, some fantasy teams are in wreckage right now. Then we get tweets like this from Mario. Uh, who do I start? Kyler Murray or okay. Aaron Rodgers? Must be nice, Mario. Yeah. I'm going to say... We have not given Kyler Murray enough love for how good he was playing, playing against Chicago. He had four total touchdowns. You know, they ran a ton in this one. Um, despite throwing just 15 passes, he still did that. 15 passes and still the highest scoring quarterback fantasy-wise in the week. That's really impressive. Run the ball, too. Yeah. So, Shrakes, here's the deal. I look at Rodgers. We know he owns the Bears. We get it. But they did hold him to under 200 yards through the air last time out. Kyler went over 300 total yards and a couple touchdowns in his last game against the Rams. So, game script-wise, I, I do like Kyler against the Rams better than I like the NFC North matchup. Monday Night Football, bright lights on Kyler. Kyle, what do you always say about Kyler in these big moments? We've We're... never seen him in a lot of them. Bet you some, some teriyaki old trapper beef jerky that Ooh. Kyler has a better fantasy performance than Aaron Rodgers. I'm 100% in. All right, we're All right, right. we got a bet. I, I, I like Kyler. Um, so I guess we have another question. <laughs> For me, it's, uh, it's from Gary. Uh, Chuba Hubbard or Clyde Edward Tillaird? I guess I get the running back one. I'm going to go with Clyde. I, I think the Chiefs, they're, they're struggling right now, and they need a running game offensively, and so they're going to lean on it. I know uh, CMC's out, but for me it's more, listen, they're not going to just give the ball to, to Chuba or Chuba. They haven't. They, they won't. Well, right they there. didn't, so we've seen it. I agree with you. People don't want to like Clyde Edwards-Alaire. There's some scar tissue. There's expectations that weren't met. But since he's been back, guys, he looks good. He's averaging over 80 yards a game. Uh, scored one touchdown. It looks like himself again. He's oh. averaging five yards a touch. See I like burst? to see that. Well, especially you're saying they're there. They'll figure it out. Their offense will get going. I like that for Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Chuba, yes, I would start him. He's absolutely a startable running back up against the Falcons. But... When, last time we saw Christian McCaffrey off the field, there wasn't really consistency. They weren't really feeding him the ball like I'd like them to. So I'd have to give the edge to Alaire against oh, the Raiders. Bottom five run the, defense. I didn't even look at the rankings either. Look mm-hmm. at that. Mm-hmm. You did you know? good, kid. Thank you. Uh, from Matthew, he's got cool young wide receivers. He wants to know Jamar Chase okay. or CeeDee Lamb. If you say both my wide receiver one and two are Jefferson and Cup, so not going to happen. You've got all four it. of them. What? Oh, okay. He's got all four of them. Who, who, who is in this person's league? <laughs> like, My gosh. All right. Are there any Adam, other wide receivers in this league? Is that what you I don't theory. really get it either, Kyle. Okay. Let's just stick to the Chaser Lamb then, maybe. All right, I'm going to say Jamar Chase. As much as I love the Bengals, he has slowed down of late, just, yes. just production-wise. Uh, and I like... Man, he, I'm looking at Jamar's numbers. Under 50 yards a game on average. That's over a five-game span. It's a big enough sample size to worry me. He's got a decent matchup with the Niners. They're at home. 
I'm not going to play him over Lamb. Triggs, help me out here. He missed a game with a concussion a few weeks ago. Last Thursday night, he looked awesome. He had CD. 122 yards, right? CD might be my favorite wide receiver in football right now, hands down. That includes Cooper Cup. So, I mean, fantasy-wise, yes. He catches the ball, he runs the ball, he does it all. CD Lamb is just finally getting healthy, and gosh, watch out. At GMFB, thank you for Witch Guy Wednesday. We've got so much more, guys. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.